0: Well, here's a common question that won't surprise any of you. And that is, Dan, I'm kind of in a tough spot. I don't have any money. Will you coach me for free? Well, no, I probably won't. And here's why. Not because I need the money, but because you need the investment.
1: Do you love your work?
0: Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. You know, I never get tired of hearing that song, We're Taking Care of Business. That's what we're going to do, taking care of business, like we do every week here, answering your real questions about work challenges, work successes, things that are going on. We got a whole lot to share today. Great questions as well as some news things. I want to just bring you kind of up to speed. What's happening in this work economy right now? Still a lot of changes going on, but my goodness, laden with so many opportunities for all of us. No matter if you're a company owner or if you're somebody looking for work, if you want to start your own business, just opportunities everywhere. Well, here's some of the questions. Do you have any advice for how to transition from pastor to self-employed and know what value to expect? Yes, I do. Someone says, I'm living out my dream exactly as I described it 10 years ago, but I'm bored out of my mind. Not unusual. I'll tell you what kind of person reaches that stage. And then would you ever consider a free initial coaching session or discounted coaching sessions? Well, we'll address that, so I'm going to spend a little extra time on these uh, compared to what I normally do on a question, but just great questions that I think we can really kind of dig into, unpack, and learn from together. Here's a quotation, comes from Brian Tracy, who said this, and I want you to hear this because we're going to really deal with this as we go through some of the questions. Again, Brian Tracy, here's a rule that will guarantee your success and probably make you rich. Invest 3% of your income back into yourself. Now we're going to dig into why that's an important principle. And our resource ties into that as well, where I go through how to do that, how to invest that 3% back into yourself, what that's going to look like. And if you just go to 48days.com/slash invest just, it's immediately there. You don't have to log in or anything. Just look at it. You can go through kind of how I unpack. And of course, that's the basis for one of my upcoming books is the power of investing in yourself. It's something I've experienced over and over and over again. It blows my mind to see the return on investments I've made in my own growth. All right. Well, here's some things that are happening in the workplace right now let me give you this number, 187,000. That's how many people filed for unemployment benefits last week, just last week. Now, actually, it sounds like a big number to me, but that's really very, very low. The last time the weekly number was that low was in 1969, when 182,000 people filed for jobless benefits. So what that means is there are Fewer people filing for unemployment in spite of what we're hearing. Now, this next thing is in contrast to that. There were 4.4 million people who quit their jobs last month. Again, February 2022, 4.4 million people. Well, actually, I'm, you're, this is going up in April, but I'm talking about we have the figures for March. 4.4 million people quit their jobs. And here's another thing we'll throw in, and we'll kind of just discuss this just to kind of put this in perspective and move on. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics shows that there are now 5 million more open jobs than there are unemployed people. So we've got 4.4 million people just quit their jobs. We've had nine months straight now where there have been over 4 million people each month who have quit their jobs. When that first happened, we thought that'll never happen again. It's gone consecutively for nine months. People have quit their jobs. So what's happening? How can we have low unemployment, fewer people filing for unemployment, more people quitting than ever before, and have 5 million jobs that are open, all these things? It's like, wow, this doesn't make sense at all. But it does. These people that are quitting, you may be one of them listening here. It's not that those people just quit and just dropped out and are sitting on a sidewalk somewhere. No, those people have made moves, maybe a lateral move, maybe a upward move. They, if they're unhappy with what's going on, they know they can go down the street and get four job offers this afternoon. And that's what's happening. So a lot of people, it's not that no one else wants to work anymore. When we hear about that many people, you know, in the great resignation, we hear about that many people quit and we're like, Geez, you know, are these people idiots? They just don't want to work anymore. No, that's not really the end result here at all. Those people are simply knowing that they can have other opportunities. They're going out there and finding other opportunities. Really interesting what's happening. You know, there was a, well, there was a big to-do just this last week about, it was actually an Applebee's franchise executive who said because gas prices are higher, because there's inflation, people are more desperate than ever for money. He said they could pay people less. Now, these are franchisees for Applebee's, Taco Bell, and some others. This is a big, big chain. Well, he got fired for that. So he is looking for a job as well, because in essence, it was meaning we can take advantage of people who are desperate for work because they're having to pay more for everything. We can actually pay them less. That's a really short-sighted company view, and they recognized it as such and put the guy out on the street. So it'd be interesting to see where that guy ends up looking for his own job, uh, having to take a job where he's paid less than what he was because he's desperate now. Well, that's not the attitude they're looking for from companies, and you shouldn't be subjected to that if you're somebody who's looking for an opportunity. Companies recognize they do have to pay fairly. Um, I read an article this morning about a guy, young guy who has some rental properties. He sits down with these tenants and asks them what they think would be fair to pay and they agree on what would be fair to pay. That's really a novel approach and I like that a lot. Well, let's jump into some questions here. I've got some great ones today, as always. If you get a question, incidentally, you know you can shoot that into me. You can just go to 48days.com slash askdan and leave your question there, your success story. People a lot of people thank you. A lot of people leave tips for others or news items that you think I'd be interested in sharing here. And I appreciate that. Always good to hear that. All right. So this comes from Terrell, who says, Dan, I've been a loyal listener since the beginning, have read and reread all of your books. Thank you. 10 years ago, after going through the 48 Days course, I landed what has become my dream job until now. My job combined my RV factory skills and painting skills, and now I paint manufactured buildings. I've been in my sweet spot for 10 years. I'm self-employed. I have a very flexible daily schedule, make a great income. I'm living out my dream exactly as I described it 10 years ago, but I'm bored out of my mind because my job has become so easy and I don't see any way I can grow any further in my current position. I really thought I would do this job forever. I feel like I'm capable of so much more. My question then is, where do I go from my dream job? Was I aiming too low? My dream is to move my family to the west coast or at least the southwest for more sunshine and warmer weather. I feel trapped and stuck in what is an increasingly um where was it increasingly unfulfilling situation and I have no idea what action to take. Help. Well, <laughs> here I I chuckled when I read that. Boy, you are it's spoken like a true entrepreneur. I'm in my dream job, but I'm bored out of my mind because it's become so easy, so predictable. That is, uh, that is any true entrepreneur. Wow. I mean, twice I've kept businesses too long. Not because there was anything wrong with the business or they were unprofitable, just because my interest waned. I got bored because it was so predictable. Last thing I want is something that's predictable and just secure. no. I want challenge, and that sounds like you do too. 10 years is a long time for an entrepreneur, incidentally. I mean, most entrepreneurs, uh, by definition, enjoy change, challenge, and variety. I mean, Joanne, my wife, calls me a three-year man. I've learned over time that I need to anticipate change on an ongoing basis. So I use a business model, whereas there are still some things that were there 10 years ago. There's a whole lot of things that weren't. I can't just do something, even if it's successful. And you sound like you're exactly in that pattern. Don't fight it, just understand it. Now, I've had the 48 Days book and message out there for 20 years now, 20 years, 48 Days book and message. Am I just resting on that? Hey, things are going okay, I don't have to do, no, 10 years ago, I didn't have the mastermind that I have today. I didn't have the 48 Days Eagles community. I didn't have the Eagles Innovation Group, which is our new investment company. We invest in businesses. I didn't live in the house we're living in now in beautiful Osprey, Florida. I didn't have the cars I have today. I didn't have you know, some of my books, Wisdom Meets Passion, the new version of 48 Days, and Understanding Heart, and a working manuscript for Increase Your Influence, Make More Money, and Have Friends for Life. I mean, those, those are all things that are relatively new because I keep bringing those things in to keep me engaged, to keep me excited and growing, incidentally. So the value of your last 10 years is not that you're a really good painter. It's that you've had critical training in running a business, tracking cost of materials, budgeting for upcoming expenses and the work you've committed to complete. Uh, You've learned how to manage your own time, I and mean, how to keep yourself rested and healthy so you can perform your work effectively. I'm sure you've learned how to blend handling the administrative needs of your business, how to promote your business effectively, how to invest time in sales and marketing to keep your schedule full. You know how to relate to your customers to keep them happy, asking for more of your work. All those things I just described have given you a very valuable foundation. And those are things you can use to create your next dream. I mean, 90% of what you've been doing can be adopted right into another business, even if it looks very, very different from what you're doing now, not painting. And here's the other thing. You're a different person now than you were 10 years ago. You have more knowledge, more experience, more personal maturity. All those give you a much better basis for taking a fresh look at your purpose, your mission, what you want your life to accomplish. I mean, that's a really healthy thing that you're describing to draw a line in the sand and say, yeah, things are going okay, but this is what I know now. I'm going to take a fresh look at who I am, what's unique about me, and from that, then plan out the next chapter of my life. So Trell, I would encourage you to create a clear plan for the next three years, and I'll ask you this question right now. It's a question you hear me reference a lot, and it's the foundation for a whole lot of coaching that I do with people. If we were meeting three years from today, what has to have happened during that three-year period for you to feel happy about your progress? Wow. Just work with that. If we were meeting three years from today, what has to have happened during that three-year period personally and professionally for you to feel happy about your business or about your progress? Now you talk about your dream is to move your family to the West coast. Jeez, put that in there. You can go anywhere you want to, Describing what you describe about your current work, you can go anywhere you want to. You can land anywhere you want to and then develop work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable based on what it is you now have under your own belt. All right, this comes from Dow. Dow says, I'm so thankful for all your instruction and encouragement. I've been working through the highs and lows of doing something new with my gifts and talents. Almost four years ago, I was let go by a church because I shared my desire to help leaders through coaching and speaking. I took the opportunity of being let go uh, to begin pursuing these avenues. Of course, this removed the ramp I had planned for myself and put some difficult financial boundaries on my family. By God's grace, I'm slowly building a consistent client base. However, I consistently find myself undercutting prices or allowing people to use my gifts for free because for 30 years the church covered the bills. I cannot sustain a business model where I don't charge for my services, and yet I can't stop being a pastor. Do you have any advice for how to transition from being an employee pastor to self-employed and know what value to expect? Wow, you just framed a question that thousands of people out there are dealing with right now. And I'm going to give you some resources on this, but I want you to be comfortable with the idea that ministry is not confined to standing behind a pulpit on Sunday. I mean, really. I mean, we're we're told in Ephesians, you know the the real focus of what the what the church is to do is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. I mean, that's exactly what it says: for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. The real work of ministry is not done in a church building. It's done out here in the marketplace, the daily work we all engage in. I mean, that's the whole premise of 48 Days to the Work You Love. Discover how God has uniquely gifted you with talents, dreams, and passions. Then figure out how to blend those into work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. That's not going to end up having somebody be a pastor, preacher, evangelist, missionary. Not very many are gonna end up in that particular arena in the way that those typically look. Gonna be very, very few. So you have the ability, right now, just to take a fresh look. Start just like anybody else would. The same kind of process I would recommend to anybody else. What are your skills and abilities? What are your personality traits? What are your values, dreams, and passions? then what can you do with those? Now, the other thing that you reference here is also really, really common. Coming out of a church environment, it just seems that we train people to expect things for nothing. I'm gonna deal with this in the next question as well, but we, we train people to expect things to be free. Now, it can't work like that. Somebody's got to be investing in the process at some point. But because you've been connected with the church, because you've been a pastor, people who know you and have been around you have been trained to do that. So yeah, you've got to kind of break the cycle there. Do something that has value. Know what a realistic value in that is. If it's speaking, you may have a fee of $2,500. I mean, that would be a reasonable beginning speaker's fee to do that. You can check out resources with Kent Julian, who's our Dean of Speaking in our Eagles community, if you want to get more clarity on that. But that would be a beginning point. I mean, my fee is significantly above that. Been around for a while, and I consider what I do ministry, but I don't go speak places for free. Now, I, I should qualify that because certainly I, I do it at our local Chamber of Commerce or Rotary civic groups around here. I'm happy to do that, I do that a lot. But if you're going to frame that as part of your income, then be clear about what the fee for that would be. Coaching, you mentioned that as well. Certainly, there are well-paid coaches. There's no reason for you to give that away. And I'm going to explain a little bit more again in the next question about that. Now, I also want to now as I'm thinking about this. I mean, I'm standing here. I'm looking right here in front of me in the wall, a beautiful painting. I've referenced this before. I've written about it in some of my books. A young guy came to me as a pastor. And uh, was starving, not making any money, and wanted to do something else. We transitioned. He now is an artist, a very successful artist. And the paintings like I've got here, this is about a $12,000 painting that I've got here on my wall in front of me. I mean, he does those. He's turned those out, and he's making 10 times the money he ever dreamed of making as a pastor. And he feels like he's more authentically providing ministry than he was ever doing before. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about finding your unique, your sweet spot, your fit. Now, I want to reference you to EntreePastors.com. Now, there are two guys who are in my mastermind, John and Alas. They're both pastors. These guys are doing an amazing job of helping people exactly like what you described. People have been traditionally pastors and wondering, what can we do beyond that? So, this is from their website. And again, it's EntreePastors.com. It says, join us each week to move past eliminating beliefs and a broken way of doing ministry and discover how to use your passions and skills beyond the traditional pastoral and church setting to create additional income streams for your family while remaining faithful to God's calling and purpose for your life. And they've got on there, there's even right on their website there, It's a, if you're not sure where to start, grab this guide to get the ideas flowing, 50 ideas that others have successfully used to start their Entree Pastor journey. I mean, that's pretty cool. So just go there, check it out. A great, great question, and you're in a a good position to start your success journey. Uh, Don't be compromised by thinking you have to give it away because people have been trained to expect that from you. Well, this is just a reminder. These are real questions from people just like you and me out here doing the real work in the marketplace, figuring out how to make this all come together to serve people well and to prosper as we're doing that. Very possible, no matter what it is, your skill or what it is you want to provide. And you can ask your question. Just go to 48days.com slash ask Dan, and you'll see a place there where you can submit your question. 48days.com slash ask Dan. Now this question I wanted to unpack a little bit and it was titled, you know, would I be a good coaching candidate? Now I'm going to modify a little bit the assumptions here about your question. You know who you are, but I'm going to change the name so it doesn't seem like it's so pointed at you because this is my response. I want everybody to think about this. So we're going to Changing the name to Mark. So, Mark says, Dan, would you ever consider a free initial coaching session or discounted coaching sessions? I do realize that one cannot get something for nothing. I've been lost most of my adult life. To be clear, I do try hard to accomplish my task each day. I feel like my life lacks forward progress and goals because I don't know as much about myself as I should. I want to have a cohesive vision of my life, where it's going long term what I can and should be doing to grow and build toward a worthwhile goal. I'm an extrovert. I love talking to people, love selling my ideas. I enjoy standing far more than sitting. I've been told that I'm funny, engaging, but I've always struggled to find a great fit in the workforce. I've struggled with depression, anxiety also, but with exercise and prayer, manage them fairly well. Now the jobs I've had in my adult working life have been a high school English teacher, a water fire restoration marketer and technician, and I tried being an, an insurance agent. I went very quickly that sitting at a desk all day was not for me. Do you offer any coaching or online classes, or any books to read? One can really get to ask oneself the right questions to get in the right mindset of uncovering one's talents, passions, and strengths, and find real-world applications to those things. I've had enough jobs and experiences to know what I dislike, hot factory work, retail, car sales, But I need significant work dialing in my life's overarching vocational purpose focus. I try hard each day, but I'm and I'm surviving. I so yearn for that purpose, that vision, that worthwhile goal that one strives to achieve bit by bit, day by day, and the satisfaction that comes from forward progress. Again, I'm not looking for a freebie, but I do not have the five to ten thousand dollars for coaching, but I'm open to anything at this point. By the way, thank you for the autographed copy of 48 Days to the Work and Life You Love. Also, the rudder of the day. They've been very helpful. I plan on carefully going through 48 Days another time, more slowly and carefully to pick up things I missed on the first and second pass. Thanks again for all you do. Respectfully yours, Mark. So I'm going to broaden this a little bit. But my response is, you know, would it be a good coaching candidate? Probably not. And here's why. And I'll tell you what I look for. But. I want to go back to our quotation for the day from Brian Tracy. Here's a rule that will guarantee your success and probably make you rich. Invest 3% of your income back into yourself. Back in the 1980s, Jim Rohn taught us that your income seldom exceeds your personal development. Now, that's really the simple key to growing your income. It's growing yourself. Hi. Tony Robbins you know, talks about this he was 17 years old making $40 a week and he had a conversation with a family friend that changed the direction of his life I want you to listen to this it's, it's a minute long or so check this
1: out and when I was 17 I went to this seminar I was working as a janitor and then I was in high school and then to help support my family also I'd work on the weekends and I'd move people And there was a friend of our family who had been doing really poorly, and now he was turning properties in California at a time when that was going really well. So I'm moving, and we get a little break, and I said, my dad said you used to be such a loser, and how come you're so successful now? You know, only a kid could say that stuff. And the guy looks at me and goes, your dad said what? And long story short, he goes, well, I went to this seminar, this man named Jim Rohn. I said, what's a seminar? He goes, well, a man takes... Everything he's learned in 20, 30 years of his life, and he pours it in like four hours, and you get to save a decade or two. And I said, wow, I'd like to go to one of those. Could you get me in? He said, yeah. And then he didn't say anymore. more. I said, well, would you? And he said, no. And I said, why not? He goes, because you won't value it. I said, well, how much does it cost? And he said, "And it was $35, and I was making $40 a week as a janitor. And I said, that's a week's pay. He goes, well, then go waste 10 or 20 years doing it on your own. I made this big decision, you know, to spend a week's pay to go to this event. And I sat there, and I was mesmerized. And that's what started the game for me.
0: All right. Now, there's a real principle in there. The family friend who could well afford to get him into the conference, perhaps even get him in for free, because of his relationship with Jim Rohn, says, no, you need to pay for it. That's a really important principle. It's not to sound harsh or greedy or self-serving. There's a principle there. Now, John Maxwell, who was a pastor, incidentally, and moved into doing things outside the, the church arena and has done pretty well, to say the least. He says, if you, do, if you say you don't have the resources to invest in yourself, you have a scarcity problem. You don't have an income problem. You have a thinking problem. You're saying, "I don't believe enough in myself to invest in me." Now, here's what you could do with three percent, three percent income. Yeah, you know, we'll just start out with some basic kind of figures here. But let's say that you, um, well, let me just describe some of the simple things that you can do even with a beginning income, be part of 48 Days Eagles. Now, Mark, I see, I did a little background check here, and I see that you came in with our free offer of 60 days in the Eagles community before there's any charge, 60 days, and then you canceled just before the 60 days to avoid that $48 a month charge. Now, we do have available in the Eagles community a coaching package called the Eaglet with one of our trained certified coaches, that's $250. It's really, 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 really low. Now, when I go to a conference, I mean, do I look for a way to get in free? No, because I believe in the power of this principle so strongly. I've seen the returns I've gotten over and over again, and I don't want to break the process. So if you are making if you're making $20 an hour, let's just go with that. If you're making $20 an hour. I mean, that's going to give you an income of like $3,400 a month, about $42,000 a year. If we take 3% of that, that's going to be a little over $100 a month. I mean, what could you do with that? Wow, you could get a couple books. You could enroll in a course. You could certainly be part of our Eagles community. You could subscribe to Audible. There, there's a whole lot of things you could do with that. And my question is, if you say you can't afford a particular book, a course, then my question is, all right, I understand that. Tell me what you are doing to invest in yourself. That's what I want to know. What are you doing? And incidentally, that 3% I'm recommending, I think that percentage should go from 3 to 5% when you hit $50,000 in annual income. So that means now you've got $2,500 for the year to spend. I mean, at $100,000, I mean, and you can do the math, at $100,000, you got $5,000 a year to find ways to invest that wisely. I and mean, a couple of years ago, I went to a conference, uh, won't mention which one, but it's a well-known conference. I paid full price, sat in the back of the room with friends, and I had people coming up asking when I was going to speak. And I said, well, no, they couldn't understand that I would spend the money to just be a participant and keep on learning. That's what I do, though. I'm afraid that if I broke the cycle of this principle, I'd break the ongoing unfolding of my own success. I'm a member of another online community. I'm actually a member of multiple online communities, in addition to the 48 Days Eagles. But one is run by a member of my mastermind. He considers me a mentor and certainly a close friend. Would he give me an honorary membership in his community? I've never asked him, but I'm totally confident he would if I ask. But to value it, I need to invest in it. So I pay the same monthly fee as everyone else. I mean, the fee for my mastermind is $1,000 a month. Now, if that sounds high, I mean, it really isn't. There's lots of groups out there that are far more. I mean, Genius Network, run by Joe Polish, $25,000 a year. So my mastermind is $1,000 a month. Now, based on my 5% rule, that means that a person needs to be generating $20,000 a month to justify being in there. That's $240,000 a year. No one's ever asked me for a discount. There's 26, 25 people really that are in there, 26 with me, 25, because they recognize this principle just like I do. And again, the money's not just to make me rich. I mean, we do a lot of fun things with that money together, but it's to keep in place the principle of investing in one's own growth. I expect people to get a 10 times return on any investment they do with 48 days. I've said that from day one. I mean, I do that as well. So if I spend $2,000 going to a conference, I expect to get one or two ideas that are going to add $20,000 to my income in the next 12 months. So with that $12,000 a year investment that people make in my mastermind, I expect any member to increase their income by $120,000. And we have tons of stories of of that and more. So when I consider coaching someone, even someone willing to pay my normal fee, I first look at what have they already done to learn and grow. It's a whole lot easier to steer a moving car than when it's locked in park. So Mark, I would ask you, what are the three things you're already doing to invest in your personal growth. That have a lot to do with my willingness to coach you free. Now, do I coach for free? Absolutely. I mean, my goodness, I have no idea how many times I coach for free. It may be for five minutes or it may be for three hours. And I do a lot of that just spontaneously. But what I'm going to be looking at, I don't just do that randomly, incidentally. No, I mean, it's we last week promoted the food you know, the you know, the thing that I'm doing, the, the lunches that I'm doing, Food for Thought with Dan, got a whole lot of applications. In, and even there, what I'm looking for are people who are already in the game, who are already growing, not somebody who just would like to have an idea or needs a, a handout. No, I'm just looking for people to hang around. They're free lunches, but I'm having a lot of fun going through and seeing... And the level of accomplishment in many of the people who are applying is astounding. I mean, there are people in there whose success supersedes my own. I'm thrilled by that. I mean, and those are the kind of people that I want to hang around. And as I was very open about it, I intend to grow from those lunches that we're doing together. So what are the three things you're already doing to invest in your personal growth. Well, Hey, we're going to wrap it up right there. Thanks for your questions. You keep sending in Then you can shoot those into 48 days.com. Ask Dan. And if I use your question here, sure. I'm going to send you an autographed copy of 48 days to the work. You Love. happy to do that. You can, if you've already got one, send it on to somebody else. Not a problem at all. If I did just to get it out there again, I love to give those away in ways that encourage people, get them going. Maybe it is just the one little thing that they need to get over the hump. A resource to understand this process of investing in yourself is just 48days.com slash invest. You can go there and go through a more elaborate process of how to invest that 3 to 5% in your own growth and what that would likely look like. So just kind of to summarize what we've covered here today and great questions. Thank you for those. Um, Number one, be confident you can be in ministry without ever standing behind a pulpit. Number two, answer this question. If we were meeting three years from today, what has to have happened during that three year period for you to feel happy about your progress? And then third and final point, invest three to 5% of your personal income back into your personal growth. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of this community that is ever-growing. Check out the 48 Days Eagles if you're not yet a member there. But thanks for sending in your questions, for being open to growing, for being a powerful force, for making the world a better place, and for believing without a shadow of a doubt that we can find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable.